0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Friday, September the 17th. We have made it through another week, uh, wherever you are, whenever you listen to this. I wish you God's grace, God's life, God's beauty uh, within and among and around you uh, here this beautiful day. So my friends, we uh, will continue in Luke's gospel. uh, First time in uh, a while that we don't have a feast day today. Uh, But as I mentioned yesterday, we finished the seventh chapter of Luke yesterday, so we are going to dive into the eighth chapter. Short verse today, uh, short uh, reading, I mean, we're going to do Luke chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. So uh, settle in, because before you know it, this reading is going to be behind you. So uh, Luke 8, 1 to 3, let's uh, open it up and see what God has for us in today's gospel a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve, and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just shortened to the point, right? You know, hey, Jesus went from one town to another, and here are the people that were hanging out with him, you know? But that's, Really, isn't isn't that what day in, day out life looks like, right? You know, I love uh, the church for many reasons, but one of them is, you know, we have what we call ordinary time. You know, we, we have these liturgical seasons and um, we have privileged time. Th- those are times like Lent and Advent, those times of preparation and uh, and penance. And then we have our celebrations of, uh, you know, the feasts. We have the season of of Christmas and, and Easter. Again, privileged time, those are. But most of the church liturgical year is lived in ordinary time. It's the day in, day out. How do we see Jesus? How do we open ourselves to Jesus? How do we communicate Jesus with those others around us? and in those spaces in which I find myself, right? And that's, boy, if today's gospel is an ordinary time, I don't know what is, you know? Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God, and here are the people that were with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could insert our names in that, couldn't we? Um, Michelle journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. doesn't mean Michelle is an itinerant preacher and is here in Kiel one moment and then moves on to New Holstein the next and then moves on to to Chilton the next. But it means as Michelle travels about and sees family uh, wherever they are or goes to visit children wherever they are, or goes to visit friends, or goes on vacation. We brothers and sisters journey, and we journey from one place to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news because we bring that with us, right? Want to give a story now? Again, I don't know if this is a true story or just uh, one of those uh, apocalyptic ones that uh, that just get you know put to somebody. As, as is wont to do most certainly with, with Francis of Assisi, but it's a story of Francis of Assisi. And he's walking into a town with a fellow friar. And he turns to the, the friar, walking with him, and he says, I'm going to preach the gospel in this town up ahead. And the friar says, fantastic, you know, good, let's do it. And so they get into the town, and the first thing that Francis uh, does is he approaches a group of, of children and he sits with them and he laughs with them and he tells stories and he listens to them and he plays games with them and just has a wonderful time and then after he does that he he walks along a little bit further and he sees someone who is uh, in need of food who's going hungry and so he helps uh, you know uh, secure some provisions for them and uh, and and gets those, to this person so that they may uh, they may eat for the day and then he goes a little further and he sees some people who are infirm and he helps uh anoint them and uh and cleans them and bandages them and uh and helps secure medication for them and then later on that day he and the fellow friar with him leave the town and as they're leaving the town, the fellow friar looks at Francis and says, Hey, I thought you said you were going to preach the gospel uh, in that town. And Francis said, I just did. Brothers and sisters, we can get caught up in, in, in words. My Lord, I can, you know, when you listen to me for 27 minutes yesterday, if that's not caught up in words, I don't know what is, huh? But we can get caught up in words. And, 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 and think that's the way we preach, and that's the way that we proclaim the good news. You know, the good news was proclaimed by that woman yesterday, right, who stood behind Jesus and, and wept, and her tears fell on his feet, and, and she wiped them with her hair. And, uh, and Jesus looked at her and said, go, your faith has saved you, right? Isn't that the good news? because she knew she didn't trust her bank account she didn't trust her friends she didn't trust the the traveling person down the street she didn't trust in uh in the stock market or or you know our military might or whatever it is she trusted in the only one who could give her forgiveness and that saved her her faith saved her that was the good news that she received that day when Jesus looked at her and said, yep, you chose well. It's me and all your sins. And they are many. They are forgiven. Brothers and sisters, that's the experience of God because brothers and sisters, he, he says that to you and I no less than that woman yesterday. All we need to do is open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears, open our beings so he can say that to us, so we can hear it. He's saying it. Are we hearing it? And when we do, brothers and sisters, then we know, and, and we're trapped in that knowing, right? We know who God is, and we know who we are, and we can't help but carry that with us wherever we go. And that's the deal. That's how we proclaim that good news, because we talk about that, which is changed us, that which has moved us, that which is important to us. We proclaim the good news because we become it in some ways, just like Francis did. Second and last point today, so I don't just sit behind a wall of words today. I love, and again, this is a short reading, but I love it for, for this reason too. Accompanying Jesus. Okay, as he's going about preaching and proclaiming the good news. Accompanying him were the 12, no surprise there. We know that. The 12 journeyed with him anywhere, you know, everywhere. We, two weeks ago, uh, heard how he made that decision after a night of prayer, right? That That he chose from all his disciples, the 12, and that they followed with him. But here's what we also hear. Accompanying him, not only were the 12, but women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa and Susanna, and many others who provided for them. Who's them? Jesus and the twelve. These women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, and others, provided for them out of their resources. You know, we know the name Mary Magdalene uh, because this isn't the only time she comes up in, uh, in scripture. We know she is at the, uh, at the empty tomb weeping in John's gospel because she thinks that they've stolen the body, Uh, but surprised in Luke's gospel. But she is the one the church calls the apostle to the apostles, right? She's the one to whom the good news, good news, great news, unbelievable news of the resurrection was first given and she carried it to the apostles. So she again is that apostle to the apostles. That's who she is. Um, Faithful to the end. Joanna. Do we know anything about her? Well, her name does appear one other time in scripture. Who is Joanna? Joanna was one of the people who, um, well, now I I say one other time, and I may be wrong. It may be two. Joanna may have been one of the women who were standing at the foot of the cross uh, with Jesus. It was Mary, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Joanna might have been the third, but I'm not positive on that. So forgive me, I didn't look. But I do know she was one of the women who went on Easter Sunday morning. We just have to look ahead in Luke's gospel. And she was carrying the spices out to anoint the body in death. That's the only other time we hear about Joanna. Susanna this is the only time we hear her name in all of scripture. We know nothing about her. And the only thing we know about Joanna is that she's the, the you know, wife of Herod's steward. Um, but these are women of, of means. They are women of faith, that they follow Jesus every bit as much as the twelve. Uh, and they, they, you know, dealt with the travel and the uncomfortability, the fact that, that you know what, birds of the air have, have nests and foxes have dens, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his, his head. Well, these women were the same, just alongside the twelve. But, but what I love about them is not just that they were uh, alongside the 12 and moving from town to town with Jesus, or even just the fact that they, they provided for their, their ministry, but these were the ones who were behind the scenes, right? You know, Jesus's ministry couldn't have happened without Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Susanna and the many others. Without them, and again, we know nothing. Uh, We know little about Mary Magdalene. I don't know what the seven demons were that were were taken out of her. We know she was faithful to the end. That's what we know about Mary. Um, But we know virtually nothing about Joanna and really nothing about Susanna except her name. But yet, what gift did they give you and I? They gave us the gift of this story. They gave us the gift of this gospel. They gave us the gift of Jesus Christ moving from town to town. And those actions that he was able to do and and, and uh, exhibit and, and be a part of and, and give life to all these communities, you know, of course it was God's work. But we have to participate in God's work. And without Joanna and Susanna and Mary... How far would that have gotten? I guess my point for us to chew on here today, brothers and sisters, is this. Who are those behind-the-scenes people in your life for whom, without them, you wouldn't be who you are today? Maybe they are teachers that you had along the way that challenged you or complimented you or saw something in you that mirrored that to you and said, here's who you are. Do you know that? Maybe they are parents who uh, without uh, any complaint, without any desire for the spotlight, provided uh, for you a home or, or a place of safety from which you could grow wings, and, uh, and they gave you the freedom to become who you were made to be in Christ Jesus. Maybe they were grandparents who Uh, In the midst of parents being busy and and parents being unable to see and spend time in their busyness or anxiety or whatever's going on, maybe it was your grandparents that were the face of God for you and showed you what love looks like and showed you, hey, I see you there and I see your goodness. And they mirrored that to you. Maybe it was coaches. Maybe it was great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents who you never knew who I never knew. and uh, But yet, without them, where am I? Brothers and sisters, we all have a backstory. We all have those people who cheer us on, who see something in us that maybe others don't see and help provide for that. Benefactors, mentors, coaches, beloved, people that that don't need thanks that don't need to be to be drawn in front of others uh, and 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 their feet kissed. But they simply receive, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? What what they are looking for, the gift that they are looking for is in you and I becoming, who we are invited and called and meant to be. That's what Joanna and Susanna and and Mary gave to Jesus. They gave him the provisions to allow him to be the Messiah, the minister, the prophet that he was called and invited and meant to be. Praise God for those people in your life today. And thank God for those people. And just as much, I suspect, just as much. Who are those people in our life, brothers and sisters, that we can be behind the scenes people for them now? That we don't need a front stage spotlight, but that we can mirror to them who they are. We can see them for who they are. We can be that face of God for who they are and invite them and give them freedom to be who they are in Christ Jesus. Who are those people in our life right now that we get to do that for? what a gift. I suspect that's not our decision to make, but in prayer, may we open ourselves to the to the spirit of God that our eyes may be God's eyes, that our, our voice may be God's voice, and we may mirror these things to them. And uh, years and years down the line, they may hear this gospel and think of you. Praise God for this opportunity in this moment today. Let's pray, shall we? We conclude our sorrowful mysteries today. And uh, and again, we just trust the one in uh, whose presence we come. And we bring all of what's going on within and around us. Let's just give it to him. He knows what to do with it. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, have a wonderful Friday and the best weekend. Thanks for uh, being present and breaking open God's Word with me today. And I look forward to us being back together again on Monday and doing the same. God's peace.